are Locked On Dynasty Football, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Here are your hosts, Matt Williamson and Ryan McDowell. Thanks for making Locked On Dynasty your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms. Welcome to the Locked On Dynasty Football Podcast. I'm your host, Ryan McDowell. You can follow me on Twitter at RyanMC23. Joining me, as always, is Matt Williamson. Find Matt on Twitter at WilliamsonNFL. Matt, how are you? I'm great. How are you? I am I'm, I'm doing well. I'm a little overwhelmed, Matt. As you know, we started the Scott Fishbowl yesterday, yeah, SFB12. Yeah. Um, so many of our listeners should thank you. We talked about it a couple weeks ago <laughs> on the air. You you bowed out, and uh, I threw it out there that if anybody wanted to claim that spot, let me know. So many people did. I could they not narrow it down. Yeah, I couldn't narrow it down to just to one. So uh, pretty much if you reached out via DM and said you wanted to claim Matt's spot, you got it. I think I got to everybody, hopefully. We've got three thousand players in this tournament this year uh yesterday was a, li- a little crazy for scott fish for myself trying to juggle uh all of those leagues make sure everything got off without a hitch and and everybody is in there making picks yesterday was a little crazy i'm i'm ready to take a breather today and talk some dynasty with you okay get back to a little normalcy so I, I hesitated to be honest uh, whenever you asked me about the Scott Fishbowl and was a little embarrassed that I didn't put the work in that I should, but it looks like some good came of it. So great. Oh yeah. Yeah. You didn't want to put in the work. That's okay. You're putting in work on the Steelers on locked on dynasty and everywhere else. And like I said, several of our listeners are, are putting in work on the Scott Fishbowl this year. I am too. I good. started with the, uh, I started with Joe Burrow and Jamar chase. That was uh, that was that was my first two. Pi- Those were my first two picks. I think, you know, best ball and underdog and, and obviously DFS continues to grow. I think stacking is becoming really just a, a norm in, mm. in fantasy football, not just DFS or best ball. And essentially the Scott Fishbowl is is just a big tournament, right? I mean, you're not just trying to win your 12 team league. You're trying to beat. Uh, nearly 3,000 other people. So you're going to have to differentiate. Unfortunately, I think that Chase Burrow stack is going to be pretty common. So I'll have to mix things up uh, a little bit as as the uh, draft continues. But like I said, we're talking Dynasty today. I know Marcus and Kate started yesterday a brand new series that we're doing. Just this week, we came off a series that was, uh, what, I guess nearly two months worth of discussion, team-by-team breakdowns buys and sells we're moving on this week and we're talking about some brand new adp from dynasty league football and we're trying to identify matt some underrated and overrated undervalued overvalued however you want to think about it players at each position kate and marcus kicked us off with the wide i'm sorry with the running backs yesterday we're talking wide receivers today when i say overvalued wide receivers do do some names pop into your head automatically? I think we have the hardest one, just because there's so many. I mean, DK Metcalf versus AJ Brown. You know, like it's funny because today or yesterday it was Monday. I was doing my redraft wide receiver ranks, and when you just start talking about every name, 
and Brian would bounce back and forth. How could you have DK that low? I'm like, well, his receiver, his quarterback situation's bad. The boy's a tremendous player. There's just so much talent there that I think deciphering receivers is a little bit difficult. Mm-hmm. Um, sure. But you know, I mean, that's the beauty of the position too. I mean, there's a lot to pick from. Absolutely. And of course, when you factor in the dynasty spin, uh, age has to factor into that quite a bit. So what we're doing here today, Matt, we're, we're really doing two things uh, at once. We're talking overvalued and undervalued wide receivers, but we're also revealing brand new dynasty ADP from dynasty league football. This is not on the site yet. This is our July data. We're, 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 we're nearing the end of completing and wrapping up those mock drafts, getting that data ready for uh, all of our readers over there at DLF. So this will be a good sneak peek for that information. Matt, the way we're going to do this today is, is go through the top 20 dynasty wide receivers, according to July DLF dynasty ADP. And, and we'll see uh, kind of group by group. If anyone stands out as overvalued as undervalued, and we'll try to wrap the show by really, uh, nailing the one or two players that we think fit into those categories the best. Sound good? Yeah, it sounds fantastic. Let's dig in. All right. No surprise at the top. The wide receiver one July dynasty ADP is Jamar Chase, the player I drafted uh, to, to help kick off my Scott fishbowl wide receiver one, Jamar Chase wide receiver two, Justin Jefferson. Again, no surprise there. Wide receiver. Real quick though. I mean, Jamar Chase can't be underrated since he's number one, but I, I could make an argument that he should be two. So, I mean, I'm really splitting hairs here and taking this. Oh, this come seriously. on. Let's, <laughs> we're not going to go that way. Okay. All right. Oh, yeah. Chase wide receiver one, Jefferson two. Let's look at the top five here. CD lamb is wide receiver three Cooper cup wide receiver four and Debo Samuel wide receiver five. Matt, I don't think anybody would argue with, with Chase and Jefferson at the top no. two, they're they're pretty much supplanted not only as the top two wide receivers, but probably two of the top three picks overall. So let's let's look at the other three here: C.D. Lamb, Cooper Cup, Debo Samuel. Three very different wide receivers. Do any of those three stand out to you as being overvalued, overrated? Maybe shouldn't be a top five dynasty wide receiver. First of all, Lamb stands out to me that I think to me. He's the clear number three. You know, I, I okay. really like his situation right now. I trust the player, quarterback, all that good stuff. Um, in a nutshell, I you know I, I I glanced at this list and I wrote six names down. Am I overrated? And I wrote six names or two names down. Am I underrated? And Cup and Debo were both on the overrated list for me. But I don't know who I would have four ahead of them. So it's easy to sit there and say, boy, I don't think Cup should really be the fourth receiver off the board in a dynasty startup, but who are you taking? I mean, so there's two flip, there's two ways of looking at that. And I just look at Cup and think, he's awesome, of course. And he probably had his best season he'll ever have. And he's Certainly. a little older and he, t- he gets banged up a lot. And I also think injuries are my concern with Debo as well. Yeah, that's a really good way of putting it. And I, I agree with both Cup and Samuel. In a vacuum, you tell me they're wide receiver four and five. I would probably feel, you know, the the gut reaction would be that that would be too high. Um, yeah. But then when you look at the rest of these names, and, and we'll name them all, and it's not to say these players are, are bad or you wouldn't want them on your team, but 
no one necessarily stands out that should uh, that that should be ranked ahead of cup and Debo, yeah. you know, that, that offers both the immediate production, the long-term upside, uh, the one that stand well, when we get to this one player that stands out to me, we'll, we'll see if you agree, but there's okay. maybe one guy I think you could make a case for that could be maybe that wide receiver four or five. Um, but am, am I right in assuming that you would, you don't think cup or Debo are, are undervalued, right? No. I do not. Yeah, I, I, you mentioned the redraft rankings, and of course, Cooper Cup is a you know pretty much a, a consensus. Yeah, right. He's a consensus top three or four pick in, in redraft leagues overall. So and almost almost locked in as that wide receiver one. So I think there's a lot of people essentially looking at last year's numbers and and, and uh, you know factoring those in maybe too much into new rankings and especially when it comes to dynasty. So uh, a Putting case could be made real that quick. I mean, do you have any hunch what receiver cup was one year ago? Was he 20th? Yeah, we, we can find out pretty quickly. I would say that's, that's probably about the range though. I mean, yeah. we're talking I mean, just about an older a guy, guy that jumps that much is a bit of a red flag to me, but you know, it, it is. And, and I mean, we've seen it two years in a row, right? I mean, we've seen it with, with cup, and then we've also seen it with Stefan Diggs the previous year Good point. Uh, and both of those guys getting new quarterbacks. So, you know, you, you kind of look at this year's group, who's that wide receiver that's maybe already 26, 27, maybe even 28, who got a new wide receiver, or I'm sorry, who got a new, uh, a new quarterback, you know, maybe it's Cooper cups teammate, uh, Allen Robinson, maybe it's Amari Cooper. We'll see what happens with the Browns and, and that whole situation. Uh, but there's, there's a couple of options. I am mm-hmm. looking back at our ADP from June, 2021. Uh, Cooper cup was the wide receiver. 31. Wow. Matt, 31. Wow. 66 overall. He He's behind Robert Woods, his, his teammate that was a year older than him. He's behind Kenny Galladay and Julio Jones and, uh, as multiple rookies that were, you know, understandable. I mean, Devontae Smith, guys like that being drafted ahead of him. But, uh, wow, wow. Major changes yeah, in right. just one year. Absolutely. All right, Matt. After this break, we're going to get into the next group, wide receivers 6 through 12. Hey everyone, you guys all know I'm huge in the football, of course, and bet online's the only place I go to place my bets in the NFL world, which I feel like I have a pretty good handle on and do pretty well, obviously, and bet online's very helpful that way. But I've been really getting into NBA, NHL, things like that to make these games a little more interesting when you don't have a rooting interest, and bet online's perfect for it. And bet online's your number one source for all your betting stats and sports information. There's a ton of stuff there to un- unpeel. Uh, find all the latest sports development, news, odds, including this year's basketball championship matchup, the NHL Hockey Conference Finals, Major League Baseball, and of course all the latest fighting news from MMA and UFC to boxing as well. Uh, Bet Online is your continued source for all your sporting wagering information, including live betting, I love live betting, esports, and more. Head to the website today and use your mobile device to learn more about the, the trends in action. Bet online where the game starts. 
We're back. We're talking dynasty wide receivers today and trying to identify the most overrated and most underrated among the top 20 dynasty wide receivers. We're using July DLF dynasty ADP. We've looked at the top five so far. Matt and I kind of agreed. Cooper Cup, Debo Samuel, they feel a little overrated uh, in a vacuum on their own. But looking at these next names that we'll talk about, I'm not sure that many of these guys have much of a case to be pushed ahead of Cup or Debo Samuel. Wide receiver six, Matt, is A.J. Brown. Wide receiver seven, T. Higgins. This next name is the one I wanted to make the case for. Wide receiver eight is Jalen Waddell. We've seen the production just one year in. We've seen uh, he, he obviously has age on his side. I think if you could make a case for any of these wide receivers to jump ahead of Cup or Samuel in rankings and ADP and dynasty value, it's probably Jalen Waddell. Wide receiver nine, Stefan Diggs. Wide receiver 10, Devontae Adams. Let's stop there. So we've got Brown, okay. Higgins, Waddell, Diggs, and Adams. First of all, do you agree with me that Jalen Waddell at wide receiver eight is undervalued. I do. He is, uh, he okay. is in my undervalued list. Um, he is the first one that I, uh, that we've mentioned thus far. It's also tough to be underrated when you're second, third, whatever, fourth overall. Sure. Um, you and I have been doing this a long time, going back to dynasty blueprint. AJ Brown's been like my dynasty wide receiver one, two, three for the better part of his career. And to me, he has a case against Cup or Debo, but I'm kind of talking out both sides of my mouth because today on Peacock and Williamson, I had him as the 13th wide receiver for redraft. So it's not the strongest case for to be a you know top three, four, five type receiver in Dynasty if you're not even a wide receiver one in redraft. Right. I mean, we talked a lot about A.J. Brown this year, of course, with the uh, the trade on draft night shipped over to the Eagles. I know you've got some concerns about Jalen Hurts as a passer. And if you've got concerns about Hurts, you've got to be a little worried about A.J. Brown. He's also going to face uh, more competition for targets than he yeah, did yeah. at Tennessee. I mean, Devontae Smith, Dallas Goddard, uh, they, they want to get the ball to their running backs as well out of the backfield. So, uh, I mean, I guess the only good news there is Brown has never really been a target hog. He's never been that guy to see uh, double digit targets every game or anything like that. He's been able to, to produce those, those big games uh, on relatively limited target share. So I, I do think he can continue to do that. But I think we've got to look at, at A.J. Brown as a player who's lost value this offseason. And yeah. at no wide receiver Right. At wide receiver six, I would come closer to saying he's overvalued than undervalued. Yeah. I mean, it's it's a tough situation to produce like a top five receiver. We talked about Cup and, and Cooper Cup kind of having the age going against him as a top five wide receiver here at, at the end of the um, at the end of the top ten. We've got Stefan Diggs, Devontae Adams, a couple of other wide receivers that are a little bit older. Any concerns about valuing those two players as top ten dynasty wide receivers given their age? No. But I don't think this move to Vegas is going to treat Adams as well as some in the redraft community tend to think. You know, I mean, 
Uh, I keep referencing today's list, but I had him sixth in my redraft list. Probably won't end up with him anywhere. Um, but Diggs doesn't worry me. <laughs> I mean, I guess it's because he's not moving teams, and he, I think he's in for a massive season. I, I just think Renfro and Waller are are really Adams, you know, detriments here because I think they're both tremendous players. Yeah, similar spot to AJ Brown in yeah, that yeah. he uh, right in that he's got more target competition, and of course Adams is a player who's seen a, a large target share through much of his career, and. Uh, I mean, you can debate, I, I guess, Ryan Tannehill versus Jalen Hurts. Did did A.J. Brown get a quarterback upgrade or not? Uh, I don't think you can debate here with Devontae Adams. He goes from Rodgers no. to Derek Carr, and, and Carr's gotten uh, gotten a lot of hype and a lot of attention this offseason. Most of it is, is due and is understandable, but uh, still, this is it, it's tough to invest in him, honestly. One other Adams nugget, and I forget where I heard this. It was Pro Football Focus or one of these stat you know sites that Adams caught right around thirty five percent of his passes from the slot last year. Mm. Well, he's not going to line up in the slot anymore. Nope, nope. That and and that's you know that the change in usage, um, mm-hmm. the change in compet- target competition, and obviously the quarterback change. That's why we. That's why we worry about these wide receivers when they change teams. It's, it's pretty Absolutely. obvious. Matt, let's get into a couple of these other wide receivers outside of the top 10 uh, as we continue the discussion here. DK Metcalf is a wide, is the wide receiver 11, and Michael Pittman is the wide receiver 12. Uh, so all of these that we've named so far would be considered dynasty wide receiver ones. We throw that term out. Uh, in general, we're talking about the top 12 wide receivers in value or in production. Uh, since the season hasn't started yet, we're talking value. Michael Pittman's a wide receiver one in dynasty. Does does that feel okay to you? Not really. Yeah, no, I mean, me when, either. When there's names like DJ Moore and McLaurin and DK Metcalf that don't get that kind of... Oh, DK Metcalf does. But, you know, guys like Moore and McLaurin to me... I'm just convinced they're better football players than Pittman. Who I'm not giving him a hard time. I own him a lot of places. I like him, but I don't know that he's a game changer. Yeah, another another wide receiver who gets a new quarterback this offseason, uh, unlike some of the others we've talked about, not a veteran, not an older guy, uh, just a couple of years into the league, showed a lot of improvement last year. You know, there's there's a lot of pluses for Michael Pittman. Obviously, quarterback upgrade going from Wentz to Matt Ryan. I think that's a pretty significant upgrade. Yes. He has almost no target competition. I'm, who's the Colts wide receiver too, Matt? Paris Campbell, probably. I like Alec Pierce. Yeah, but Alec right, Pierce. And not even a tight right. end that's, you know, a big deal. Yeah, going to be a nice year for Naheem Hines, I think. But uh, Michael Pittman, the clear top target there. So there's, there's a lot going uh, going right for Michael Pittman. Still, that said, wide receiver 12, ahead of some of these other names we'll get to, feels a little rich. We're, we're going to talk about the top 20 today. I think I would have almost everybody on this list ahead of Michael Pittman, honestly. He's wow. overvalued in my book. He's overvalued in my book, too, and I, I bet we'll agree that that's – it's just a talent thing, I mean, to be honest with you. I mean, I, I just think he's a good player – Really, a high end two at the NFL level, not a featured receiver that's you know the driving force of an offense. 
So this might not last. I mean, the situation he's in probably only will get worse in the coming years for him. We are through the top 12 wide receivers. We've got Cooper Cup and Debo Samuel listed as overvalued, but not really because we had a hard time finding anybody else to put above them. Michael Pittman we had in that overvalued category as well. We think Jalen Waddell is a little undervalued. And after the break, we're going to look at wide receivers 13 through 20, finish out the conversation, and find some more of these guys that are overvalued and undervalued in Dynasty right now. All right, let me take a chance here, you know, a little time out of our to talk about rockauto.com. Um, they've been a really good good friend of the Locked On Network now for a long time, and they do amazing work. And with all the increasing numbers of makes and models, it's now impossible to stock all the parts you need for your car, truck, whatever, at a traditional chain storefront. It just makes no sense. So a lot of you do a lot of work on your cars, and it makes a lot of sense financially or as a hobby or whatever you got to check out rockauto.com because their prices are the same for everybody and are reliably low. They, rockauto.com always offers the lowest prices possible rather than changing prices based on what the market will bear, like airlines do, for example. Um, rockauto.com is a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. So go to rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything you're looking for. Their catalog's extremely easy to navigate. Uh, see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brand, specs, prices you prefer. Uh, I mentioned that the prices are always reliably low and same for, for, for professionals as they are for you guys. So why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? So here's what you do. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Right, locked on in their how do you, how did you hear about us box? So they know that we sent you. That's locked on. Two words. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. RockAuto.com. Thanks for making Locked On Dynasty your first listen today. Now make your second listen the Locked On NFL Podcast. Our national NFL experts and insiders keeps keep fans dialed in with the biggest stories and the latest news from around the league because an offseason doesn't equal a break in the action. Matt, let's go rapid fire mode here. Wide receivers 13 through 20. I'm going to name them off one at a time. Overvalued, undervalued, or just right. Tyreek Hill, wide receiver 13. Probably just right, but a year from now we might say overvalued. Wide receiver 14, Deontay Johnson. Over. Oh, let's let's dig into that one a little bit uh, because I'm, I'm I made starting it sound to agree. real ominous, like I have this great inside information or anything. Because well, Steeler, we but, always yeah. like to pick your brain on the Steelers stuff, certainly, and and Deontay's been a big topic of conversation. Another player that you can debate if he even got a got a quarterback upgrade this off season. We. Mm-hmm. You know, Ben was so bad that we assume he did, uh, and Chase Claypool as well. But, you know, uh, Trubisky and and certainly uh, Pickett are are still pretty much unknown as far as what they can do in this this Pittsburgh offense. So do you think Deontay Johnson leaves the Steelers after this season? I think it's possible. Um, I think he has been their one and is their one. I don't know that they want to give him $20 million, though. I mean, I think they like him a lot. He's their best player against press man coverage. 
But I brought up McLaurin and DJ Moore who were after him. I think those guys are worth $20 million. I don't think Deontay is. In the real world. I keep hearing these rumblings that the Cowboys are offering a second round pick or more for him right now. I don't know that the Steelers would make a move like that, but maybe they would at the trade deadline or, you know, ship him at some point, franchise him and, and move him after the year. Um, I like him an awful lot. I just think that there's some questions. And I think his high target numbers have been earned. I th- expect them to go down a little because I think the Steelers will throw less. And it, it, But I think his average depth of target will go up. I mean, it won't be one-yard passes from Ben just to get the ball of his hands anymore. Right. Wide receiver 15, DJ Moore. Very under. Under for me as well. I would have him in that top 12. Yes. Wide receiver 16, our first rookie, our only rookie, is Drake London. A little over. Yep. I'm not convinced I'm, on the player. I'm with you. Yeah. I, I'm just surprised to see the separation among the rookies. Uh, I still like right. Traylon Burks. I know he's, he's not necessarily off to a great start, like, yeah. but... Um, I'm surprised to see Drake London here among the top 20 and, and no other rookie. Uh, so I, I feel like London's a little overvalued myself. Wide receiver 17, Terry McLaurin. Very underrated. Really? How much higher would you go with him? I think him and DJ Moore are my strongest fights for most underrated, and they both would be ahead of Pittman, ahead of Tyreek, ahead of Deontay, 11-ish, uh, 12-ish. Yeah, so you're put- kind of in the back end of the wide receiver one range. Okay, mm-hmm, I think mm-hmm. that's fair. Um, if Honestly, if you're going up that high, then you're probably putting them ahead of Devontae Adams as well. Maybe. I didn't say him on purpose or DK Metcalf because yeah. I wasn't certain, but they would be 12 at worst. 12 and 13 wide at re- worst. Wide receiver 18, and this is a big riser over the past couple months, Hollywood Brown, wide receiver 18, another, yet another wide receiver, with a new quarterback and obviously a new team this offseason. I think he's a good, you know, we mentioned earlier, I don't know if we'll get a chance to get into it, you know, you mentioned guys like A-Rob. None of them are going to get the cup bump of new quarterback. But I think Christian Kirk, Russell Gage, Allen Robinson, and Marquise Brown all could take a step forward fantasy-wise because of their situation quarterback change. I love Mar- Marquise Brown this offseason. He's he's probably been the player I've been uh, most aggressive in trying to acquire in, in my own leagues. I love that he's gaining value here um, because that's kind of how I see the situation as well. So that makes me feel good. I still think there's some meat on the bone here. I, I believe he's just 24 years old. You know, he's been in the league uh, three years now, I believe. But there's still s- some room for value growth. I would not be surprised at all if – uh, in, in October or November, we're, we're looking at Hollywood Brown in that wide receiver one range. That would be a potentially a six uh, spot bump or more. That would not surprise me at all. No, I'm with you. I mean, I would put him closer to under than over, but 18 is pretty rich. And so I think that's pretty proper, to, I guess, to be honest with you. Yep, that's fair right now, certainly. Wide receiver 19, Hollywood's old teammate Rashad Bateman. Uh, another player who has seen a big value bump as a result of that trade. He's the uh, de facto wide receiver one in Baltimore, but he's also got to deal with, with Mark Andrews. And there's always a question of how much and how effectively the Ravens are going to throw the ball. Yeah. Uh, 
I think that's about dead on. I really like the player. Don't love the situation. It wouldn't really even change my mind if they signed Odell or Julio or somebody like that. But uh, their first-round pick next year could absolutely be a wide receiver. Yeah, I think Bateman's a, a, a tad overrated there at wide receiver okay. 19. I, I could see him getting there, but I'm not ready to do it quite yet. Wide receiver 20, last one we'll talk about today before we get out of here. Mike Evans, another veteran. You know what you're getting. I mean, Mike Evans might be – he could be the wide receiver one this season, right? Absolutely. I have him seven for redraft this year, and everyone talks about, you know, touchdowns are hard to predict year to year. Well, I've watched Mike Evans play football for 10 years, and more importantly, I've watched Tom Brady play football for 60 years, it seems like, and there's no Gronkowski, there's no Godwin for a while. Mike Evans is absolutely my vote to catch the most touchdowns of any player in the league this year, but I also think Evans and Keenan Allen are two stalwart wide receivers who are starting to show their age on tape. Yeah, I get that. And and that's I mean, that's the reason he's down here at twenty. He uh-huh. he's he's a veteran. He's been around a while. But you know who else was in that same class as Mike Evans? Devontae Adams. And yeah, there he is, yeah. ten spots higher. Right. And Evans like, came in the league ridiculously young. I mean, if you stack up Mike Evans and Devontae Adams right now, isn't it fair to say that you, you would rather have Evans? I, I believe I mean, where did you have him in your redraft rankings that you're referencing? You, you had Evans seven, and where'd you had where did you Adams have Adams was six? Okay, because I think Adams so, is a better football player right now. But I mean, I don't Evans, want to push. Yeah, I don't uh, want to push Evans up too much. I think it's probably more of a converse, uh, more of a, a point that Adams is being overvalued, but they should be closer in these in this ADP, in my opinion. I see what you're saying. I mean, when you mentioned that they're in the same draft class and Evans came in the league as a ridiculously young player and puts up a thousand yards every season before literally he literally every play single with Brady. season. What's that? I said literally every single season. Every season, right. So uh, that's a strong point. Well, good conversation about these wide receivers today. I think we kind of settled on undervalued Jalen Waddle, DJ Moore, maybe even Hollywood Brown, overvalued Michael Pittman, Deontay Johnson, uh, and Drake London as well. A little concerned about those guys. Mm-hmm. What we what we have to admit here, though, Matt, is is that wide receiver is so deep. It's it's maybe as the deepest that it's ever been. We really didn't even get into to the rookies outside of London, but another strong say. rookie class. Only to one give rookie us even, brought up. Right, to give us even more depth. Uh, it, it's a great time if you like to build your dynasty teams around the wide receiver position. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm just looking at my redraft list here, and Mike Williams and both the uh-huh. Denver guys. And, I mean, there's a lot of exciting dudes we didn't even mention. That will do it for today's show. Please make sure you download and subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast. Remember to follow the show at Locked On Dynasty. Follow Matt at Williamson NFL, and I'm Ryan MC23. We'll be back next time with more Locked On Dynasty.